Okay, welcome back to Mora Nebuchim. We begin the second chapter, and it's very relevant to this week's Parsha. So this will replace, even though we didn't give an official Parsha class yesterday, but we touched on some items that dealt with the Parsha, and this will definitely deal with the Parsha. Uh, excuse me, I have questions from last time, from two weeks ago. You remember them? I wrote them down. <laughs> I wrote them down. Wow. And I can't remember with the context, but you, you can elect my... This is... It was from two weeks from our last class. Okay, go ahead. I, I, I can't even remember the con. I mean, like, I think you were talking about the role of Jews in the world, and I was asked, I was going to ask you about the phrase "tikkun olam," and if, if that's relevant to what we were talking about last time, whatever it was, and also how "tikkun olam" is used as a as a catchword for everything these days by by many Jews. I don't know. If, does, does that well, just like Jews take any uh, kosher idea and adulterate, can choose to adulterize it. Tikkun olam means one thing. Letakin olam b'malchushaka, to repair the world under the kingdom of God. So repairing the world means that the God world acknowledges that God runs the world. That is tikkun olam, and that every Jew is, is, is in the tzelam elokim. You're the Tselem Elohim, and the Tselem Elohim enables the more that one appreciates his image that he has, that will bring the Tikkun Olam. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I, guess so. I can't remember. And I think you were saying that in the, con in the next question, the context of why we have the world, and, and if there were no jewels, we know. I've heard somebody say, and maybe you can use it for many different things, that the only reason that we have the internet is because of Jews. Like, like, well, everything in the world is because of the Jews. Okay. Okay, it doesn't mean the Jews should... Let's put it this way. Uh, the fact that there are roads being built is because of the Jews. doesn't mean the Jews should be the ones building the roads. They should be learning Torah, and the non-Jews should build the roads for the Jews. Right. So many things... Yes, there's a lot of things. It's all for the Jews. All right. The internet is also for the Jews. The Jews have to be very careful how to use the internet and not say, well, since it's for me, I can do whatever I want with it. I mean, just like Hashem put on him in Gan Eden, doesn't mean you can do whatever you want with it. It all has to do with the Jews. Yeah, there's there will, yeah, somehow the internet will fit into the bringing of the Mashiach. Now, it could very well be the whole purpose of the internet is for us to not look at it. And yes, secular people may go to the internet because their minds are so polluted with everything else, it's an upgrade for them. I think the context for that, what I heard once upon a time, was it's never been so easy to disperse Torah. Mm -hmm. Yes, but, but it's never been so fun. easy to pollute Jewish but minds. I understand. I understand. So, yeah, so it's very good for secular Jews yeah. living in Walla Walla world that they can be exposed to the Torah. It, fine, but it's everything that's meant for the Jews can also be abused. But one thing on the Mashiach thing, right? Like how internet would fit with the Mashiach, because I heard one Sura, I can't remember where, who, he said that one one of the things what Mashiach will do when he comes, he'll speak, he'll speak to the whole world at the same time. So internet is one thing right. which will make it possible. Right? Right. Yeah, uh, that, that could certainly happen. <laughs> they could certainly speak to the yeah, whole world. Could definitely be. Okay. All right. Okay, fine. It's too bad that it was too. I pushed the class off so long that we forgot the context, yeah. but that's fine. Okay, now we begin the second chapter. This will definitely take at least today and tomorrow. 
A wise person, or supposedly a wise person, asked me the following question. And he said, He had this big question for many years. And really, we need to... And we have to really reflect on his question and the answer that we've given this question. But before I'm going to mention his question and the answer I gave him, Omar, I have to say, every Jew, and here he means every Jew that has a divine intellect inside of him, okay, Kishem Elohim, the word Elohim, Mishtatev, it's a homonym, okay, for three things when you have that word. It's the same word, but has three different meanings, although they are related. Lashem, it's a homonym for Hashem. Vila Malochim, and for angels. Vila Shoftim, Manhegemirinos, and to judges who are ruling countries. Now, he doesn't give examples, but obviously, by Hashem, Bereshis, Bara, Eloikim. So that's one good example with that. Malochim, for example, Yaakov said to Esav, because I seeing your face is like I saw Elohim. So that's what that means like I was seeing an angel. Okay? And then finally, about courts, it says, if you have a, a, a case that has to be adjudicated, it says, Adho Elohim The words of all them should go to Elohim. It means judges. Okay, so that's the first thing he wants to tell us. The word Elohim, if you're referring to judges and angels, it's pronounced Elohim. Referring to God, you have to say Elohim because you don't want to say God's name. But that is all a homonym. So that's the first ground rule you need to know. And obviously it makes sense that they share a common denominator because Elohim, when it refers to Hashem, as he says, master of all forces. Okay, well, an angel in his realm is also a very powerful being, but on a lower scale. And a judge has a, a lot, or a king, you know, has a lot of power. And they can determine a lot of things. And therefore, but in the Torah, we, we find it's a homonym. And it doesn't always mean God. Okay. I don't, I don't mean my lords. Adonai also means my lords. Right. Um, yes, 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 yes. Correct. Now, and now he says, and this is what's important. It's very interesting how he refers to him. And Unculus, the convert, I don't know why he had to say that word, the convert. Well, no, but, he, but it, was, it was... I know, but he's putting this in forever in this... Well, I'm sure he knew what he's doing. And the truth, as they explain, in this week's Parsha, um, it says, the snake says to Adam uh, you'll be like Elohim Yode Tovara. So, what does that mean? It's referring to the third type. As the Targum Sadam or Usahon Baraviva, you'll be like great people or like princes. So that's an important example to understand. 
doesn't mean the snake never said you're going to be God. Okay. So that's one thing he wanted to just clarify because it'll help us as instead of going to a sidetrack when we get into the answer to the original question, we're going to, it'll just, we have that piece of furniture there and now we, we can use it. Again, it will mean like Elohim. There's three translations. And Unculus, who's taking from Chazal, is telling us which one of the three it is. And it's I couldn't care less what Art Scroll writes. I'm not obliged to answer what Art And I'm sure Art Scroll must put in the commentary that Unculus says like great people. All right, let's just let's end the debate right now. But, but you know, I, you know, Archco's a wonderful safer, but I, I'm not Mokhiev to answer Kasha's on an art scroll. Okay. Okay. If God, uh, 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 and you will be like God. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to find how to order if I guess. Okay. He doesn't put anything in there. Okay. Either way, that's why we're learning. And I think when we learned Elohim, we said it could mean both. Not to yes. judges or God, yeah. yes. But that's clear Unculus's explanation. Um good. So but the Rambam doesn't go according to 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 Archbishop, he goes according to Unculus. <laughs> yep. After we've presented the homonym for this name, now we're going to mention the question of this person. The questioner said, It would appear from the simple reading of the text. The original intent when God created first man was Shia Kishar Balechaim. That first, if you look at the text alone, it seems that man was created like every other animal. Without any intellect or thought. Okay? Not able to distinguish between good and evil. Now, how do you see that in the text? He's going to say it in a minute. But that's what it appears. We'll see how. Just wait and be patient. But he said, it appears from the text, man was just like an animal. Just like an animal. Just, just like an animal. Okay. Now, he couldn't recognize him good and evil. When he went against God's mitzvah and he ate from the tree of knowledge, his rebellion brought to him the greatest perfection that was given that's unique to man. And this is the recognition that we have, that we can know the difference in good and evil, which he did not originally have. And now that he has it, and now he is the most honorable from what we have, and it's all because of the sin that he did. I'll explain this all in a minute. 
This is a wonder. The punishment for his rebellion is giving him perfection that he didn't have before the sin. And that is Seichel. That's as if a person would say analogous to that. A person does something bad. He really is a terrible sin. So they changed his lifestyle for better. And they elevated him like the stars in the heaven. So now, how does he have this? Because if you look clearly in the text, after Adam sins, what does Hashem say? He says, behold, man now is one who can tell the difference between good and evil. And this is after he did the Avera. What did he have before? Uh, very good. We know that you know this Rambam. Mark. <laughs> that's okay. So that's fine. But it's a good point. Uh, so she eats it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, just get, can't find the plastic right in front of myself here. Yeah. One second. Because that's what the snake said. This one he has to, oh, when he has to send him away. Oh, so Emperor Gimel Pasuklov Bays. This is after the sin and after everything. Mm-hmm. And it's and now he's, you know, p- punishments are said. So, Perak Gimel, Pasuk Chafes. Vayomer Hashem, Elohim Hashem said, Hain ha'adam, behold man. Hoyoka ka'achad mimenu. He is like one of us. Ladas tovara. To know good and evil. Okay, so Hashem is saying, wow. After I cursed him out, he's going to be like one of us. Behold, he, he hang, behold, man, he is like one of us that he knows is saying good and evil. So, what does that mean? It means before he didn't know that he was saying good and evil. Because clearly Hashem says now he knows good and good and evil, which is pretty good. So that, means, so that means he got rewarded for whatever. That's what. The questioner asks. That question. Now, that is the question. The Do you question. see where the question's coming from? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't say that, you know, if right now, to, to us, if you're reading the text, we don't know anything about his seichel up to this point. Right. Nothing right. is said about his seichel. Okay. And now, of course, it was very helpful because this guy also obviously didn't learn the first chapter in the modern of Wuhan. That says there's the Tselem, Demus, and the Etoar, right? Where we said that man is in the image of God, so you might think it means image is like a picture of God, right? But the Rambam said, no, he has the Seichel of God. But that's not what the simple reading of the text says either. So you see how the first chapter is laying the groundwork for what's going to come up in this chapter as we're going to put it all together over here. So all he says, well, man's in God's image. Okay, so fine. He's in God's image. Fine. He looks like God. Right? And now he didn't listen to God. And by not listening to God, God said, oh, great. He's going to tell there's in good and evil. And that clearly makes man way beyond all animals. 
And it must be he didn't have that beforehand. So he gets rewarded for what he did. And that doesn't seem fair that a sinner should be rewarded. That's the basis of the question. We all understand where the question's coming from. Okay, so... So... So, you know, this was the intent of the question. All right, and it's topic. This isn't the exact wording he used, but that was the upshot of what he said. Fine. And listen now to the contents of our answer. We already said, This is what we said. Ish, you, he's talking to this guy now. Oh, and the Rambam is not holding it back now. Okay, that's Sephardi blood in a good way. It's being used the way it should be done. You're a guy who looks at things just on a superficial way without really looking into it. You go by what you, your first thought is. Now, umishi yachshov, shiyavin sefer, if somebody thinks he's going to understand a book like the Torah, mm-hmm. which has been the guide to the earlier people and to the later of people for 3,000 years. It's been a guide that mankind has followed and successfully to a great degree, at least the Jews, right? He's going to tell you that book. But overall love. When he has a little bit of free time, when he isn't eating or having sex, right? You know, oh, I got a few extra spare minutes. Oh, let me take a look in the Chomish. You know, like you go to the hotel and there's a Bible in the hotel. So first, you, first you do everything else that you do in the hotel, and then okay, let's read a couple lines from the good book. All right. In other words, your mind is so is so is so focused on physical pleasures of the world, and now the way your mind works. Now you're going to look at that Torah and try to understand that Torah, and you're going to read the book. Like you're reading a history book, or you're looking at a song, like a Simon and Garfunkel song. Oh, I know all those songs. So let me just see what the what song that the Bible has to say. Okay. So in other words, you. It's, in other words, he's. If he's, I don't know if this is polite or not, but this way around, right? But it's like you say, like you moron, you don't know anything, and you're asking such questions. But he's not saying that. I'm saying that. Right. So and. Uh, he says, Hisyashev, why don't you collect your thoughts together? Vistakel and examine things. It's not like the way you just think on the superficial levels. But it's the opposite of the way you think. Kamoshi is the way it will be explained. Really reflect deeply into what is really going on over here. For the intellect that God uh, bestowed upon first man, which is the ultimate end perfection of Seichel, that's what God gave him. Who asher Kodem 
Man had it before he rebelled against Hashem. He had the ultimate, most perfect seichel in the world. And how do I know this? And this is what it means when it says, If he didn't have a perfected intellect, how can we say he's in the Tselem and the Demus? But that only works if you know what Tselem and Demus means. If you think it doesn't mean he's a picture of God, God's an old man with a white beard, and so was Adam. Well, then, I mean, Adam was just, you know, God was an old man with a white beard with brains, and Adam was an animal looking like God. But now that we have already explained that Solomon's moose means the es- it's like the essence of God, and it means like God in the terms of his seichel, that means God gave man perfect seichel. Perfect seichel. And now he gives an amazing proof. Let's think about this. Were there some animals in the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. too? There are animals in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. So let's say there's a cow, yeah? Mm-hmm. Would God go, God go over to the cow and say, I command you, cow, not to eat from the forbidden fruit? No. Yes or no and why? Just First say yes choice. or no and then no. why? No, he didn't. That's right. He wouldn't. You don't command an animal to do something. Now you could hit the animal, train the animal. You don't command an animal to make a choice of something. Does the Bible say the trees disobeyed God? That's different. I understand that medrash, but I can't get into that right now. It's a, it's a, it's a nice, it's a good question. It's a good question, but I can't get into it right now. It's just uh, maybe when we finish this topic, I can meander our way back into there. But I don't want to lose the focus right now. Who big law and because man had superior intellect, Diberito, he spoke to him. Vitzivas, I commanded him, as it says, Vayitzav Hashem Elohim. Hashem commanded him. Now, who in the world will God ever command anything to? Velotia Hatzavola Behemus, Velolamishain Seichel. God's not going to command an animal or someone on his Seichel. Right? If somebody is, has no intellect, you don't tell them what to do. Now, what happens when you have divine Seichel? What does that mean? Uba seichel, and if you have seichel, yavdil, a person can discriminate bein ha-emes v'hasheker, between what is called truth and false, as he's going to explain in a minute. V'zelya nimtzabal al shleimus v'tamusa, and man had that to perfection before he rebelled. Okay, and, and we'll explain what the difference is. But basically, the answer is going to be the level of intellect man had is that his view of the world was through the lens of true and false. And after he sinned, he lost that crystal clear view. And now it went down to a level of good and evil, which still needs more explanation. But that's the core answer. He had a higher level of intellect. And for the sin, he now gets a lower level of intellect. Now, of course, you got to understand now, when he says, no, man has become like Elohim, to notice the good and evil, you might think of it as, oh, so he's like God, God knows the difference between good and evil. No, but Targum said, Elohim means great people. Great people. Yes, great people who know the difference between good and evil, but not God. 
That's why the Targum, he puts that Targum in right in the beginning so we don't get misled and ask that question. Rashi gives a whole different interpretation. He says, just like God is the highest in the heavens above, so man is the highest down here. But the same idea. From all creatures below, let's say God is the top of the celestial world. Nobody's smarter than God in the celestial world. So who's nobody smarter than man in the lower world? But God has the Emerson Shekhar type of Sehu, while man has the Tovarah Sehu. But see, but you can see how this guy could make the mistake. If you don't understand what Selim Elohim is, if you don't understand what the, uh, what do you call it, the um, homonym of Elohim can mean, so you could be led to that mistake. But he's saying, but he didn't have that. Wouldn't, wouldn't eating the fruit be false? Why did he not know this? Okay, hang on. You're asking good questions that we're not yet ready to answer. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that answer. Okay. I mean, okay. Omnum, however, when he was at that state of seeing the world as Emerson Sheker, Hameguna Vahanoa, things that are repulsive or proper. Those are words It's in the world of that which is uh, popularized, but not in the world of intellect. In other words, what he means to say is most people now decide good and evil by what society says. <laughs> what is what society feels? That's before some. That's what's popularly known as this is disgusting or this is a nice thing to do all right but that but he would never look at the world like that he was looking at much bigger why for example okay he would never say that the heavens are spherical how would the autumn have described the heavens being spherical which is it is he would not say it's not, it's nice. It's good. What would he say? That the, the world is spherical is true. Not nice. Okay. You don't use the word nice when you're dealing with realities. Either it's true or false. All right. If I say to you, two plus two equals four. Is that a good statement or a true statement? True statement. If I say two plus two equals five, is that a false statement or a bad statement? It's a false statement. Okay. So, or he would not say if somebody said the world is flat, he wouldn't say that's bad. Right? It's false. Okay. He would say true and false. And so it is in our languages. When we talk about that which is true and not, we call it But that which is proper and disgusting, we use the terms good and evil. Okay. So, when man had the original seichel, the God-given seichel, he knew the difference between true and false. 
That was in all intellectual areas. He looked at it as a pure intellectual completely. When he was at that pinnacle of this understanding, and he has the thoughts and the way he understands things, the way Hashem does, Asher Nomer Bavuram, as King David said in Tehillim about first man, Hashem made him just a little less than the angels. That's describing the intellect that he had. And more than this, he didn't even have within his power or desire, whatever you want to call it, he wouldn't want to use terms that are acceptable terms. He couldn't even understand how you can use such a terms. In other words, he's he going to say, well, Autumn, what do you think about the earth being flat? Oh, I think that's a very noble idea. He, he couldn't even begin to think that way. He didn't have the capability to think that way because he saw it as it really was. True. To what extent does this happen? Even the most, at least in the times of the Rambam, the most obvious, the most well-known, disgusting thing in the world that everybody would agree to, which is what? Vugalus erva, revealing one's private parts, being unclothed. Not okay, today. not today, but in the Rambam's time, in the Rambam's time, it, they understood it was a disgusting thing. Yes. Okay, but so it wasn't disgusting to him at all. For he see genuso, he couldn't comprehend it being disgusting. Why? Because the Torah says they were both unclothed, the man and the woman, and they were not ashamed. Why? Because his intellect was working on a higher level. So let me give you an example. I'd like you to describe the table in front of you and give you two words that you can use. I'm only giving you two choices. Is the table uncovered or is the table naked? And why are you going to answer the way you answer and why you won't answer the other answer? You'd say it's it's not a trick question. I know the table is yeah. uncovered. Yeah. Why are you clothing calling it? Why aren't you calling it naked? Because clothing yeah. isn't part of because it, it, unless you're putting on a tablecloth, a, a table isn't a table doesn't. There's wear there's no sensual yeah. context well, to a table, right? Right. So it's uncovered. Now a body, which is sensual, which is the tselum elokim. The body is just a garment for the soul. That's all it is. In 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 a in a world of MS and Sheker, what's wrong with a body that's not covered? Right. What's wrong what's wrong with a body not covered? It's totally wrong. It's totally right? It's that, that's that's the MS. You have a body. And everybody if I would say, okay, uh, if I took off my jacket. Would you say I'm naked? No. No, because I got a shirt. Well, guess what? The body really, really is nothing more than a garment of the soul. 
and is a garment of the soul, what's what's to be ashamed of? Something to be ashamed of. That's the way God created you. But you see, he didn't look at the body in a way based on, you know, opinions based that are full of lusts and desires. Once you become a person who now believes that there's a reality to non-realities of lusts and desires, then already we, we can debate the issue, so to speak, and say, well, this is good. Now that you don't have this perfect view of the emes of the world, an emes world, why do you got to cover a body for? But once you distort the vision of what the emes is, then you got to know the difference between good and evil because all of a sudden we're looking at a body as something altogether different. And because of that distortion, we, we lower the... And that's why Rashi says something amazing. It says, Adam named all the animals. Yeah. And then it, this Pasuk, and Adam and Chav were alone, unclothed, and they weren't ashamed. So Rashi asks a question. That's a very good question. He said... If Adam was able to name the animals, he must have been very smart. I'd say. He so how come he didn't know he was naked? Maybe he wasn't. How did he know? How come he didn't feel he was naked? He's a smart guy. He names the animals. He knows he has the animals. So can't he tell that? That's what Rashi asked. Can't the answer is because he did not yet know, did not, not enter he did not have a Yetzirah which entered him to know the difference between good and evil. Yeah. So Rashi says that. And Rashi goes further. He didn't even know the concept of Tznius. There was no concept of Tznius before yeah, him. Because Tznius, Rashi defines as knowing there is good and evil. Right. So Rashi himself says he, he didn't know he was un- naked because he wasn't. He wasn't. Because well, in an Amazon Shekhar world, what's wrong with an unclothed body? It didn't exist. But now, but now that you eat the tree of knowledge, oh, and now oh. your concept of Seichel, oh, you don't see things in an Amazon Shekhar world anymore. So let's give another example. Let's say, had theoretically, Adam seen a headhunter chasing after somebody for lunch. Lunch? Adam would run after and say, stop, stop. You should not do it because it is... He would not say it's evil. Now that he ate from the tree of knowledge, now we can start debating, well, what what is good and what is bad? And what is that based on? It's based on perspective. What happened now, Adam did not have perspective. What we call perspective is... That the way I see the world shapes my mind. It's a bias. And then it's a bias. But Adam didn't have any of that. He had a clear perspective without any added layer or unnecessary layer of perspective. Without perspective, it's just divine MS. Exactly. And therefore, it's exactly the reality way it is. And exactly the reality it is. What you, so exactly really is, what's wrong with my body? It is clearly a covering, a garment of the soul. And if anything, it's, it's not so important. So this is where we're up to at this point. So uh, you can ask the question, but... You can write you know, it down a little bit. <laughs> I don't remember it. That's hard. You can ask the question. Why does God say the light was good and not light was true? 
Well, why don't you ask a better question? Okay, I will. <laughs> Most patients. He says it on every day. I know, I know. That was the first one. And there was okay, But all the time. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that question and we'll start tomorrow. Well, it was good, though. It's it's a, no, but we're talking about true. Mark, it's a good question. Okay, but you gotta, but you gotta, but you gotta remember something, Mark. When he gave the Torah, who did he give the Torah to? Who did he give the Torah to? Us. Yeah, but you means with what kind of intellect? Anyone who's learning Chumash is already after the sin. It's Tovarah. You're right. He'd like, he'd love to have said MS, but he can't because we wouldn't understand that. Okay, very good.